Elegant everybody, I'm Paul the Nitro Skyvers. Welcome to this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro right here on Spotify and Anchor.fm. Glad that you could join us. we got a pretty good show tonight. We're going to talk about Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins as a team. Our cover story about Cesaro leaving the WWE. We'll give you some predictions for Revolution plus this week in wrestling history. And my parting shots, without any further ado, let's begin. <coughs> and we begin with Raw this week. Act, yet with Monday Night Raw this week, let's talk about Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. They want the tag team titles. Is this a detour for the obvious? Well, obviously, yes. I think that the WWE may have failed to bring in Stone Cold Steve Austin to face Kevin Owens or... It could be a swerve. Maybe Stone Cold Steve Austin will interfere and cause Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens the match at WrestleMania, which may lead into Kevin Owens taking on Seth freaking Rollins one-on-one. Hmm, that's an interesting storyline. It avoids Austin getting into a one-on-one match with Kevin Owens, which he does not need to do. I can understand that Steve Austin's in good shape and all that stuff, but because of his injuries, you don't need to be stepping into the ring. Maybe interfering in a match like some comedian, which I'll discuss later. Um, But that would be a good scenario for a storyline. Stone Cold Steve Austin coming in there while the ref's back is turned, delivers the stunner to Owens because Owens made those comments about Texas, how he hates Texas, Texas sucks, and all that crap. Stone Cold delivers the stunner, and of course, whoever is the tag team champions at the time, maybe Owens and Rollins will defend it, who knows, but it'll cost Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins the match, and I think Seth Rollins will blame Kevin Owens and his hatred for Texas in costing him a match at WrestleMania. That's some food for thought. Uh, Moving on to Omos, is he being ignored have anyone seen Omos lately? Yeah, he's been in competing in action against preliminary wrestlers, but has he been involved in a storyline or angle since Break It Up with AJ Styles? No. I haven't seen Omos do anything. What is creative doing? You've got a seven-foot giant in Omos who is strong, who's quick and quick as a cat. I mean, come on. You've got a jewel right there. He's ready to... Continue to learn, yes, and he's ready to go. I mean, this is Omos you're talking about, and you're gonna you're gonna do that to him, man. Don't ignore Omos. Use Omos. Make it a learning experience. And Omos can only get better from here. I mean, why deny that raw athletic ability, that strength, the size of Omos? Are you kidding me? Come on, WWE, don't ignore Omos. That would be a big mistake, a big mistake. Don't do that. Uh, Let's talk about Becky Lynch finally. The big-time exterior may be hiding her insecurity inside. Have you noticed that lately, folks? I mean, of all the outlandish gear, including this past Monday night, oh, my God, she looks like the president of the Road Warriors fan club with that hairdo. My God, can you give me a break, Becky, with that? All you have to do is just show up and wrestle. 
wrestle. Don't come up there like the road warrior gimmick or come out there in your jammies and your teen jacket. Look like you went to McDonald's for an Egg McMuffin meal for breakfast or coming out there with goats hanging on your coat, looking all flashy and flamboyant. Are you that insecure inside as a champion that you have to be flashy so they'll distract the obvious because you got Bianca Belair at WrestleMania. You know Bianca wants that belt, that Raw Women's Championship, and she definitely shines at WrestleMania, and I wouldn't put it past Bianca into winning the championship from Becky Lynch. Is she kind of insecure? Probably as champion, because right now she's had many close calls. She barely escaped with the title. She's now hiding behind other people in that six-man tag. Come on, Becky, really? Do we need to see all that flash? No. Just be the man. You're the man. You're not this flashy, big-time Bex that sold out the Hollywood. Come on, now. I think you're insecure as a champion now, and you know that your title is in major jeopardy at WrestleMania. And that is Monday Night Raw for this week. Let's get right into the cover story. As everyone knows by now, Cesaro has left the WWE. He let his contract expire, and the WWE could not come to terms with Cesaro, so Cesaro decided to let the contract run out, and he's gone. This is the best move of his career because Cesaro can start fresh. Fresh. And with my column yesterday, Sunday mornings with the Nitro, the Real Road to WrestleMania series. I mentioned yesterday about Tony Khan buying Ring of Honor. And read that column, Sunday mornings with the Nitro, www.wordpress.com slash the Daily Chinlock. And I'll tell you why this is a good move. But for Cesaro, this is also a very good move for him. He can come back to Ring of Honor as a fresh new character. Full of fire and vinegar, he's got something to prove. So yeah, Ring of Honor would be the perfect choice for Cesaro. It's something fresh. He could make a major impact. Maybe AEW, maybe. They got enough room for Cesaro, but I believe Ring of Honor is perfect for Cesaro. This is the best move of his career because Let's face it, he was actually going nowhere in the past, what, year or two in the WWE? When's the last time he held a title in the WWE? A couple years ago? This is the best move of Cesaro's career. I'm telling you, ring of honor. Now that Tony Khan's purchased it, it's now plenty of room for this deep talent pool that is led by Cesaro. I'm telling you, watch for Cesaro in a new character full of fire and and piss and vinegar, and he's got something to prove, and he wants to be a champion. Like I said, this is the best move of his career. Go to Ring of Honor. That's that's my opinion about it. Go to Ring of Honor, Cesaro. Trust me. You'll thank me later for it. We're going to take a timeout now. When we come back, we'll give you some predictions for AEW's Revolution coming tomorrow night on pay-per-view. Stay tuned. More of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro in just a moment. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Skyvers here. 
and it is now out. The Real Road to WrestleMania series on www.wordpress.com slash the Daily Chinlock. Some of the topics I've, I've already covered, including Tony Khan buying Ring of Honor, how he just became one of the major primary players in professional wrestling. He may even overtake Vince. I'll tell you why. How about the uh, Monday after Raw, after WrestleMania? The Raw after WrestleMania. Is it going to be worth uh, more or just the same as the previous Raw after WrestleManias? I'll tell you the answer. All that and more, a fresh new topic every day in the month of March. The Real Road to WrestleMania series on the Daily Chinlock every day throughout the month of March. Go to www.wordpress.com slash the Daily Chinlock. It's Sunday morning with the Sunday mornings with the Nitro presenting the Real Road to WrestleMania. Hello at everybody. I'm Paul DeNitro Skyers here for Anchor.fm. Folks, the road to WrestleMania is getting intense, and you can join us on this road to WrestleMania with original pod, pro wrestling podcasts like Saturday Evenings with the Nitro or any other pro wrestling podcast. But if it's a different road you're going to take, we got the podcast for you, and why not start your own podcast? Create your own road. It's free, it's easy to set up, you can make money off of it, and it streams on all services, Spotify, Google, Apple, and all other streaming services. Start your road today to your podcast destiny at Anchor.fm. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul Nitro Skyvers. Welcome back to this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thank you so much for joining us. Uh, getting a sip of water here, because right now we're going to do some predictions for AEW's Revolution. It's time to talk about AEW. Their pay-per-view, Revolution, is tomorrow night on pay-per-view. So let's get right into the predictions for this event, shall we? And we begin with a Faces of Revolution ladder match. Wardlow will take on Keith Lee versus Starks versus... Uh, uh, Orange Cassidy versus Christian Cage. This is going to be an interesting ladder match for the Faces of Revolution, and i got to say, this is Wardlow's match to win. I feel that this is the coming-out party of Wardlow after getting slapped in the face by MJF. i got a funny feeling Wardlow's going to have a major impact on the Revolution event. Look for Wardlow. To pick up the win, but definitely Keith Lee, the limitless one, definitely is going to put in a good performance. Ricky Starks as well. We'll see what happens in the ladder match, but I got to predict that Wardlow is going to win the faces, the face of Revolution ladder match at Revolution. A six-man Texas Tornado style tag match is next. Um, as Matt Hardy teams with Andrade and Isaiah Cassidy to take on Sting, Darby Allen, and Sammy Guevara. This is going to be nothing more than a street fight. I think Sting's going to lead this match very well. I think Sammy Guevara and uh, Darby Allen have gotten everything out of their system and are ready to team up in this six-man tag. I predict that Sting's team will be 
victorious in that six-man Texas Tornado-style tag match. Next up, Chris Jericho goes one-on-one with Eddie Kingston. This is going to be a brawl. I think Eddie's got something to prove, and I think he can prove it by beating Chris Jericho. Yeah, I believe Chris Jericho is trying to egg on Eddie Kingston, saying that he can't win the big one. But I think that Eddie Kingston has what it takes to win the big one. Like I said, it's going to be a brawl. But I think Eddie Kingston is going to emerge victorious at Revolution. Next up, probably one of two, one of three matches I'm looking forward to that night. Brian Danielson, the American Dragon, going one-on-one with John Moxley. This is going to be a hard-hitting, slobber-knocker type of fight. I'm telling you, Brian Danielson can bring it, and so can John Moxley. This is going to be a test to see who can withstand the most pain and punishment. Blood is going to be spilled in this bout, folks. So it's a close call, but I'm going to give it to John Moxley. I think he'll pick up the win. But it's going to be an all-out war between Brian Danielson and John Moxley. Now, whether they'll team up after this, I don't know. But we'll see what happens. But it's going to be a good one. One of three matches I'm looking forward to at AEW's Revolution. Uh, Taking another sip of water here. This is exciting, folks. Next up, the TBS title is on the line. Jane Cargill will take on Ty Conti. Uh, Not really much of a match. I think Jane Cargill is too much on a roll right now. I'm going to say it right now. 29-0 for Jane Cargill, a real fighting champion. She'll retain the TBS title at Revolution. The AEW Tag Team titles are on the line. Reed Dragon, as well as the Young Bucks, will challenge Jurassic, Jurassic Express for the titles. I think there's going to be a fallout between... The Young Bucks and Reed Dragon, Adam Cole, you still have to make that decision on who you're going with. But I think Jurassic Express will somehow retain the Tag Team Championships at Revolution. I think there's going to be a fallout between Reed Dragon and the Young Bucks. Jurassic Express is going to take advantage of that and score the win to keep the Tag Team titles. The AEW women's title is on the line. Dr. Britt Baker will take on Thunder Rosa. I've been hearing that Thunder Rosa suffered an injury Wednesday night, an undisclosed injury. I don't know what it is, but you can bet that Dr. Britt Baker is going to probably take advantage of it. And as much as she tries, I think Thunder Rosa may come up just a bit short because you got to remember that Rebel and Jamie Hayter will be probably be on the outside And Mercedes Martinez might be on the outside for Thunder Rosa, but it's two-on-one on on the outside of the ring. I'm sorry, folks, but Dr. Britt Baker is going to pull out the win somehow, someway, to keep the AEW Women's Championship. But it's going to be a good match, no doubt. Next up, my second match that I'm looking forward to, and boy, it's going to be good. It is going to be historic. The dog collar chain match. CM Punk, MJF, brother, the, the the war is on. And brother, they're going to lay the leather down, brother. They're laying the leather down. 
blood is going to be spilled. It's already been spilled. More is going to be spilled. This is a fight. This may equal Piper Valentine. Unbelievable. Did you see the promo Wednesday night? MGF borrowed CM Punk's Ring of Honor promo saying that he's a snake. And that the greatest trick the devil ever pulled on anyone is to believe that he exists. He did it so brilliantly. And that he is the devil. And then CM Punk afterward in the locker room saying that now he's the monster. Blood, after being uh, wiped off of the blood, he has that serious dead look in his eyes that he is better than him. Ooh, I mean, good God almighty. This is a match of the year, folks. I'm telling you. The blood is going to spill. It is going to be Piper Valentine 2022. I'm telling you, bones may be broken. Blood is going to be spilled. And somehow, someway, I got a funny feeling CM Punk is going to pull this one out and pick up a win. And even in a loss, MJF is going to still be red hot and looking for that AEW World Heavyweight title. Mark it in the books, folks. MJF, CM Punk, the dog collar chain match is going to be the Roddy Piper Great Valentine Starcade 83 dog collar chain match of 2022. I can feel it. This is getting good. I'm getting excited right now. I am getting excited. This is the good stuff right there. And then, of course, the main event of the evening, the third match I'm looking forward to, the AEW World Heavyweight title is on the line. Hangman Adam Page takes on Adam Cole, baby. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how Hangman Page does against Adam Cole, who actually thrives when it comes to title matches. Uh, it's going to be a real close one, but I think the Hangman will somehow end up retaining the AEW World Heavyweight Championship. Yet another great match that I'm looking forward to at AEW's Revolution. This Sunday night, and I'm telling you this right now, I think this is stacked. I think this could even surpass WrestleMania. Trust me, folks. I'm looking at the card now and compare that to AEW's revolution of what they got right now. I think this could surpass WrestleMania. The only thing that's keeping WrestleMania up right now is Brock versus Roman night two. And that is AEW for this week. Let's move on to SmackDown. I've only got two items this week for SmackDown. First, if let me pose a question here. If Brock Lesnar beats Roman Reigns in the greatest match of all time at WrestleMania Night 2, does Roman still own SmackDown? Yes. SmackDown is Roman Reigns and Roman Reigns. The tribal chief, the head of the table, is SmackDown. There's no denying that right now. Brock Lesnar may be a double champion, but he's only going to be here, what, so many appearances? He may even drop the belt to Roman and just decide to take a vacation and come back at SummerSlam. It might be in Brock Lesnar's contract, but in my mind, Roman Reigns is SmackDown and the tribal chief. The head of the table, Roman Reigns, is SmackDown, and SmackDown is the head of the table, the tribal chief, Roman Reigns. It's that simple. So, yeah, Roman still owns SmackDown, even if he loses or wins at WrestleMania. 
finally on SmackDowns, and let's talk about Sasha Banks and Naomi. They're challenging for the WWE Women's Tag Team titles at WrestleMania against Carmella and Queen Selena. Will teaming up do their careers any good? I don't see why not, because right now, it looks to me like Ronda Rousey and Charlotte Flair are going to grab the attention of the women's division heading into WrestleMania. So, yeah, being underneath in the number two and three spots, respectively, as far as the popular rankings goes, yeah, I think Team Ed will do them some good, and they'll have titles around their waist. They can solidify themselves as a tag team. Now, it might not be Bailey and Sasha Banks. That was a great team, but... Naomi and Sasha Banks may form their own good team out there and get themselves recognized. So, yeah, it does their careers pretty much good right now in the position that they are in. Well, we're going to take a timeout when we come back. It's this week in wrestling history. And then my parting shots. We'll talk about the WWE Hall of Fame, Vince McMahon uh, saying that Pat McAfee has a match at WrestleMania. And yes, I'm going to get into that comedian. Yeah, it became official, and I'm going to keep a promise to everyone here. I will get into that in my parting shots coming up on this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Stay tuned, everybody. Hello, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Skyvers. Coming up on March 27th to Saturday, April 1st, it's an exclusive WrestleMania marathon. Every day, a fresh new playlist of special surprise topics and the matches that accompanied them, all right here at www.youtube slash Paul Skivers. And don't forget the newest episode, the next episodes, excuse me, of From the Mind of the Nitro and Nitro Memories will be out in April. Thanks a lot. www.youtube.com slash Paul Skivers. The marathon begins Monday, March 27th. Hello, everybody. I'm Paul DeNitro Skyvers. Coming up next week, that's right, next week, right here on this podcast, Saturday evenings with the Nitro, I will have my major announcement as to this big project that I am working on that will combine everything. I mean, all the podcasts, all the um, YouTube videos, all my columns for Sunday mornings with the Nitro, all in one place. I'll reveal that details next week, right here on Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Hope you can join us. Hello, everybody. I'm Paul DeNitro. Skyrim's here for Anchor.fm. Folks, we're on the road to WrestleMania. But if it's a different road you're on, we got the podcast for you. All original podcasts made by you, ordinary by you, the people. That's right. You yourself can listen to the podcast, but why not create your own podcast? Voice your own voice. It's free. It's easy. You can make money off of it, and it streams on all services, Spotify, Google, Anchor. Or That's our podcast name. Sometimes we make mistakes, too, on podcasts. We just roll with the flow. But anyway, Spotify, Google, Apple, other streaming services. Why not join us today? Have some fun. Create your own podcast road. Anchor.fm. Hello again, everybody. I'm Paul the Nitro Skyvers. Welcome back to this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thank you so very much for joining us. It is now time for This Week in Wrestling History. 
On March 5th, 1981 in Sebring, Florida, Harley Race and Bugsy McGraw fought to a double countout in an NWA world title match. Harley retained the title. On March 1st, 1982 in Memphis, Tennessee, Jerry Lawler defeated Dutch Mantel to win the Southern Heavyweight Championship. On March 1st, 1994 in Dalton, Georgia, the Nature Boy Ric Flair defeated Lord Steven Regal to retain the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. At that time, Regal was the WCW World Television Champion. And finally, on March 5th, 1988, at the Boston Garden in Boston, Massachusetts, the Macho Man Randy Savage teamed with Strike Force to defeat the Honky Tonk Man and the Hart Foundation in a six-man steel cage match. And that is this week in wrestling history. And now it is time for our parting shots. I got three good ones this week, folks. First, let's talk about the WWE Hall of Fame. We know The Undertaker is going to be in there, and Vince McMahon is going to induct him. More about Vince's interview on the Pat McAfee show and my thoughts on it in our next parting shot. But who else should go into the Hall of Fame this year? Hmm. Seems very interesting. How about uh, Lalani Kai? She should go into the Hall of Fame. Of course, Lalani was involved in the first WrestleMania matchup, losing her women's title to Wendy Richter, but she was also part of the Rock and Wrestling Connection. Lalani Kai deserves to go in there. How about um, uh, Princess Victoria and Velvet McIntyre, longest reigning uh, NWA and WWF women's tag team champions of all time. They deserve to be going into the Hall of Fame. How about uh, Don Cronodal? He should go into the Hall of Fame. He and Sergeant Slaughter were former NWA World Tag Team Champions. And Don did come to the World Wrestling Federation for a brief time in 1983. Uh, how about maybe, and here's an interesting idea, and I did mention this in a column back a month ago, for Sunday mornings with the Nitro at www.wordpress.com slash the Daily Chinlock. How about creating a wing for the enhancement talent? The preliminary wrestlers, the jobbers. I don't like to use the word jobber. They're enhancement talent. How about, and in that wing, how about Mario Mancini? Baron Mikel Cicluna. Should, I think he's already in the Hall of Fame. i got to check, but Mario Mancini. Barry O. How about uh, Jose Luis Rivera? How about Al Phillips? How about Terry Gibbs? How about the rugged one, Ron Shaw? Those type of people. Rocky King, the Italian Stallion. That would be perfect for those guys that sacrifice to get the other wrestlers over, the superstars over like that. They deserve their own wing in the WWE Hall of Fame. And finally, of course, Andy Kaufman. How many times have I got to write it, say it? Andy Kaufman needs to be in the WWE Hall of Fame. Look at his feud with Jerry Lawler. What more can I say? Andy Kaufman for the WWE Hall of Fame. This dude knew what he was doing. Trust me on that. Andy Kaufman, WWE Hall of Fame, as well as China. She could just go in there solo for the WWE Hall of Fame. I'm still holding out for that as well. 
But we'll see who goes into the Hall of Fame this year besides The Undertaker. And, of course, the Hall of Fame will immediately follow SmackDown on April the 1st. Moving on, let's talk about Pat McAfee and his interview with Vince McMahon. First time Vince was on live television in an interview in 15 years. Pretty good interview, by the way. Like Vince's point about creative, at least he'll admit to that. But he offered Pat McAfee a match at WrestleMania. Pat immediately accepted that. And at least he's honest. He's not in shape. He needs to get in the shape. That's honesty. That's brutal honesty. I like that. I hope he gets in good shape because he's now going to take on Austin Theory at WrestleMania. This is going to be good, but Pat's got to get into shape. He admitted he's out of shape. He needs to get into shape. Hopefully he will get serious, and he will get serious after getting slapped in the face last night by Austin Theory. You know he's fired up, and he's going to be ready for WrestleMania. I think that's going to be a very interesting match to watch. I'm going to keep a close eye on that. Pat McAfee, hopefully he'll be in good shape, and he probably will be in good shape. And nice of him to admit that and to do something about it. That's forward progress, folks. Now on to somebody that is not serious about the business. I promised everyone that if this match happened, I'm going to be over it like a hard rain. Yes, it became official. Johnny Knoxville, the scourge of the wrestling world, will face Sami Zayn at WrestleMania. Yep, Johnny Knoxville cost Sami Zayn the Intercontinental title. At least it's on somebody that's willing to defend it in Ricochet. Congrats to Ricochet on him being the Intercontinental Champion. Good job by him. But Johnny Knoxville versus Sami Zayn is a complete insult to professional wrestling. This Johnny Knoxville does not wrestle. He is not a wrestler. He is an entertainer. He's a C-rated actor. Sami Zayn, why? You willing to throw away your wrestling career for this guy? Come on. Really? Have some pride in yourself, son. Have some pride. Johnny Knoxville is not a wrestler. I don't get all this. And I hope for the name of good, everything that's good in professional wrestling, if there's anything left, that they do not cause any more of a stink that it already is. This match at WrestleMania. I swear if I hear any more ridiculous stuff. And I'll, and you know what? If you keep on, I'm just going to keep on with this podcast criticizing you. You're not a wrestler, Knoxville. Come out there with a ridiculous Sami Zayn inner chump champ. Is that original? No. You're copying off Andy Kaufman. Give me a break, Knoxville. You're a C-rated actor. Oh, I sustained more pain and more predicaments than you do, Sammy Zane. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Nobody cares. Did I get that in your head? Nobody cares. And Sammy Zane, take a hike, son. Take a hike. You just sacrificed your career for this guy. Really? Give me a break. Yeah, just keep right on insulting the business. And I'm going to keep throwing it right back at you like a hard rain, brother. And with that, and I'm glad I'm out of that situation, at least for this week. (laughs) That's it for my parting shots. And that is it for this edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. Thank you so very much. Don't forget, 
March 27th to April 1st, a very special edition of Saturday Evenings with the Nitro, The Road to WrestleMania. Be the booker. I will book the matches the way I see them, and I'm not going to do Knoxville versus Saint. I can tell you that much right now. I will see have the card set up the way I would do it, and then book each and every match and give you my predictions. That will start March 27th in just a few weeks' time right here on Saturday Evenings with the Nitro. And that's it for this week. Until next week, everyone, have a great week. I'm Paul the Nitro Skyver saying so long, everybody.